The Utah Jazz ran into the hottest team in the NBA tonight. It was more than they could handle. A 30-6 to run by the Knicks blows them out. We'll talk about it coming up on Postcast. You are Locked On Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, we sold this game coming in as two of the hottest teams in the NBA tonight. Uh, it was the New Yorks who came in at 13-2 and two in the month, the Jazz 10-5, and five, and the Knicks were just too much for the Jazz to handle tonight at Madison Square Garden, despite the fact they were without Julius Randle and OG Ananobi. David Locke along with Ron Boone here with you for postcast after a single Jazz game. Thank you very much for joining us. The Jazz tonight, early on, the Jazz jumped out early, boxing one on Brunson, kind flustered a little bit and the jazz half court defense fabulous in that first quarter rod holding the knicks to a 75 offensive rating the knicks were able to overcome the jazz by their offensive rebounding six offensive rebounds and the jazz six turnovers make it 29 22 then by at the half it was 8 57 49 the knicks had begun to pick it up a little bit off on off on offensive end the jazz were strong on their half court offense and then the Jazz rallied back. It was 61-60, Ron, and you felt like the Jazz had a chance of getting bounces, and then all of a sudden it was gone in a hurry, a 30-6 run. What happened? It's amazing how you can fight and you fight back to get to a certain point, and then it's like you lose everything that you just accomplished. And, and uh, this defense Sindo was probably the key to this team tonight. He only had uh, 19. He had 19 at the half, ended up with, with – with 33 points, but boy, those three-point shots that he was making, Jalen Brunson was only eight at the half. The third quarter, I thought, was probably uh, the separator, you know, for, for their team. But, you know, working the last game of the road trip, um, just one of those games. It was a bad sequence. Let's walk through it just because to explain, like, how a game just gets away from you. So it's 61-60, Saxons hit a three, Jazz have the momentum. They, they have fired back from eight, they've cut it, they're on a nice little run. Uh, Precious Achua hits a 12-footer on a Jalen Brunson assist. The Jazz are doubling Brunson every time. And so that's a big bucket for them because Achua answers. The Jazz didn't get the chance to take the league. Markin misses a hook shot. Achua is a bad three-point shooter. Air balls. And it feels like the Jazz now have a chance. They're down three, but Colin gets it stolen by DiVincenzo. If I remember correctly, it was Colin just at the top, kind of dribbling. Gets it taken. Brunson goes the other way for a free throw. Chris Dunn turns it over on the next possession. Another steal from DiVincenzo, and he lays it up the other way. Saxon turns it over on the next possession. Harkenstein with a steal. Brunson lays it up again on the other side three seconds later. I mean, they just get, they ran out. Now you're down. All of a sudden, you're down 10. Uh, a bad foul on Chris Dunn makes it 9. John Collins takes a 3, which, you know, 10 seconds into the shot clock. I know John Collins has got to shoot an open 3 if it's there, but frankly, you're 2 of 20 on the road trip. Like, maybe something else in that possession, that important possession, when you're on the wrong side of a run, he misses. Brunson takes it back the other way, six seconds into the shot clock. Pull-up transition three, buries it. Now you're down 12. Sexton gets fouled, makes one of two free throws. Fontecchio turns it over. Brunson scores five seconds after the turnover. Then Fontecchio, by the time it's 74-61, and really it keeps going. But the key thing there is, Ron, is those turnovers all led to baskets within five or six seconds, and the Knicks just kept kept the pressure on and putting it on the Jazz. And what little momentum you did have, uh, especially on the last game of a road trip, and, and you know you don't know if you're, you're, you're tired, your legs may be tired, that jump shot is, is maybe just a little bit um, uh, short. That little momentum that you just 
was able to accomplish, that destroys you right there. Those turnovers and and, uh, and especially when they're making threes on the other end of the floor. So from a Jazz standpoint, Ron, I think the if you leave this road trip, you're two and four on the trip. Um, I think you saw that the, you're, you're just, I mean, if we're just being really honest, you're just not at the level of the top teams in the NBA. The, the New Orleans Pelicans and the New York Knicks are in the upper top 10 teams in the NBA. The Knicks are better than that. They're the hottest team in the league. They, they were just better than we were. Yeah, better. Uh, and, you know, it, you get to the point, David, when, when you're trying to, to show how good you are in, in the NBA and then you run across a team like, like this and you know, okay, we're just we're, we're a little short of, of uh, being one of the elite teams in the NBA. But the teams that we've beaten, uh, those are that, that tells us where we are in the middle of the pack. Let me be de- let me play like devil's advocate for a second here. Just in they're without Julius Randle, they're without Mitchell Robinson, they're without OG Interview. They're missing three of five starters tonight. Should they still have blown us out? Probably not. If it was not the last game of a road trip, of twelve day trip, probably not. But you, you get, you just have to think, man. That this, uh, those legs get tired. I mean, look at marketing. I mean, he's probably as, as consistent as anyone on this team. And you know, it's the last day of a trip. Let's don't forget that. Yeah, no, there's no question. Yeah. Um, and the Jazz, unfortunately, the road trip's going to end a little sour. They get tomorrow off and then get ready for the Philadelphia 76ers back at home. That's an 8 o'clock start. That's a radio-only broadcast, by the way, um, just to remind everybody um, on that. Dante DiVincenzo was brilliant tonight, 33 points, 9 of 15 from 3. Someone asked me about the Jazz, Ron, if I could add anything to the team. That's what I would add to the team. We don't have someone who can, maybe a Lowry, but, Lowry's always got to be doing so many other things. Who can go get 15 threes off and make nine of them in a game? We don't have that guy yet. Yeah, right. Uh, they're, they're trying to build a team. I mean, if you want to look at a model of, of a team, you look at what the Knicks have done. You know, they bring in uh, Jalen. Devincendo uh, was probably getting about 20, 22 minutes of ball game. A very good player. Very uh, probably could start and, and play more minutes on another team. Now he gets a chance to get the floor of, uh, of Randall's not not playing and then uh, a trade to get OG and, and now all of a sudden, you know, he's a start. But I totally agree with you. We do not have that player yet. So Keontae George has probably been the highlight of both the last two games of this fourth quarter aggressiveness. Will Hardy said pregame, I'd like him to do that before the fourth quarter, which I, is understandable. What have you seen out of Keontae that gives you positive vibes in these last two fourth quarters when he has been much more aggressive, he finished with 15 tonight. I, I like he's being aggressive. I, uh, he, he's not just selling for jump shots. He's putting the ball on the floor and trying to drive uh, to, to the best. Use both hands. I like that part of him on the on the offensive end. Uh, playing against better teams and better players, uh, we want to see him do that, and we'll get a chance to see what level he's at. Now, defensively, I think he's, he, he need, really needs to get stronger and probably – concentrate a little bit harder on you know defending guys lack, of, pers- here, lack of personal has been pretty glaring here as we've gone east yeah. and he's not seeing he's seeing teams he doesn't see very often and, and what you have in college a lot of times on the weak side of the floor you relax and i think he might have a little bit of that in him right now relaxing on the weak side of the floor and you get beat and it's hard to recover we have a weird statistical con going on between two players ron simone fontecchio I mean, he's a better three-point shooter than Jordan is, so and that's the first part. But he is one of the five best three-point shooters in the NBA on the road. 
Jordan, who's fine, he's not a great three-point shooter, but he's not a 22% three-point shooter. Jordan's shooting 22-21% from on the road from three. Simone's shooting about 45-46% on the road from three. Uh, and Simone did it again tonight. Four of eight, 14 points, super solid game. JC, unfortunately, did it again tonight. One of five from three. Just not specifically, like, what is it that some guys play well on the road and other guys don't? Jordan just hasn't found a groove on the road this year. Simone who actually I would think would be the one who would struggle on the road because it's all new, it's all foreign, seems to be the one who's really thriving on the road this year. Yeah, that's, that's I think, you could talk to a coach, and he probably can have, give you a, a good answer there as well. I mean, there, and for a long time, David, if that's been the case with some players, better players in their own arena than they are on the road, or in, I don't know if it's the preparation, or confidence, or, or what, but that's something that I think is puzzling. You know, to a lot of uh, to a lot of coaches, and, and, and it just happens to some players. I think right now, Jordan Clarkson is is struggling. I mean, he's pressing uh, because he's trying to play off the dribble more so than when he had that little stretch going. You know, you know, the thing we don't know. I think people forget about Jordan is underneath Mr. Cool and all this kind of chameleon personality where he can vibe with everyone, and, yeah. and he's and he's just this great guy on the road. I had a bunch of conversations with him on the road. He's wildly competitive and he does get down on himself he really does probably as much as anyone on this team kind of thrive for excellence and when it doesn't go well kind of beat himself up a little bit so he can do what you're saying which down on himself a little bit more and ride an emotional roller coaster than maybe you would think a veteran player would because he cares even though he just seems like he's such a cool guy he cares so passionately about playing well that I do think it, it it wears on him a little bit. Yeah, more, probably more so than, than, than just if we want to use the two here, Colin Sexton and Jordan Clark. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, there's a comparison right there. Where ignorance Colin, is bliss a little bit for Colin Sexton. Yeah, it's a great line. Like, yeah. I don't think that's probably not fair entirely to say he's ignorant <laughs> in that sense. But I think sometimes Colin is ignorant to his, his like, like a mistake, and, yeah. and it allows him to just keep going. Ignorance is bliss is a phrase. I am not calling Colin Sexton, yeah. Sexton ignorant. Um, I, it's a it's a great phrase that I think is a very true one in life that I wish often um, I could apply to myself. Um, I've noticed in my life that when I'm ignorant, I'm often the most blissful um, of things. All right, start out tonight, Rod. I'd like to give Simone Fontecchio a star, largely just for the whole road trip. On the road, he averaged 10 points, five rebounds. He shot 47% from the field and 46% from three on the road. Tonight, he did 50-50. He also had 14 points and five rebounds right on it. He was a uh, plus minus player tonight in a game which the Jazz lost by 15, but we're down by a lot more. So I would like to go Simone Fontecchio with a star tonight. I'll go with that, especially since you're saying uh, on this road trip. Yeah. You know, because five for 10 tonight, he ended up playing 29 minutes. And, and uh, the other player I'm, having, I'm struggling with because I want to see something positive in a quarter that means something here. And, and so uh, I don't think we have one of those guys tonight. Um, so Keontae, Keontae, with his second straight fourth quarter yeah. in a blowout, you'd rather not double up the star on that. Like that's not something we need. To, we need Keontae to have that first, second, that fourth quarter against Miami. That exactly, kind of thing exactly. But we don't have anyone else. So we'll I've go got a Keontae. star. Okay, let's hear it. Ashley Reinhart. What a job she does! Gets Absolutely. Second star tonight. Ashley Reinhart is our like coordinator of all things. Calling her travel coordinator is not enough. But she basically conducted this six-game road trip with a million things. Unless we went Adam Klauke, who's the equipment manager who had to deal with all this stuff for six And you just don't know how much equipment so it really is. We're right. going three stars tonight. 
Simone Fontecchio, Ashley Reinhardt, and Adam Clough. Sounds good to me. All right, that wraps us up. That is Postcast. Thanks very much for joining us. Have a great night. We now send you over to the first ever 24-7 National Sports Channel. It's called Locked on Sports Today. Go check it out if you're on YouTube. If you're listening on audio, check it out as well. Thursday, 76ers. Tickets available at utahjazz.com.